0: Welcome to Relatable. This is your host, Teresa Freeman. We hope you have enjoyed your summer. We're returning from a brief hiatus and are excited to share a new episode with you. We talk with Sam Slevin. You might remember Sam from our discussion last year. We talked with him about the path to playing college baseball. In this conversation, we talk about what happened during his freshman year, did it meet his expectations, did he get to play, and what was it like to compete with one of his best friends for the same spot? Lots of good stuff. Enjoy this episode. So Sam, welcome uh, to Relatable for your second conversation. I'm so excited to have you and it's great to see you actually after um, not having seen you for a while. Um, I'm really excited to hear about your first year. You know, as we were just talking about having this conversation, I feel like when we left things off, right? You had sort of this whole anticipation of what to expect or um, what was to come. And so hopefully in our conversation today we can hear a little bit about how much of that matched your uh, reality in terms of what you were expecting? Um, for those people that don't remember or have not had the opportunity of listening, you're at Randolph Macon and you're there to play baseball. And you know we had talked previously about that process for you and and about sports in your life, and then thinking about how you were transitioning that to college, and then certainly um, we talked about academics and we talked about social pressure and academic pressure and all those things. And so I'd love to talk about those things again and and interestingly like how much they've changed or haven't changed or what, you know, what mm. the experience was like that was different for you. And then I would love to spend some time talking about sports and, you know, how that's factored into the whole experience and it's interesting, you know, we have I I told you this a number of times, I have three boys. And um, so my oldest, who like soccer has been a huge part of his life, you know, he's decided not to pursue anything and he's going to go and kind of have what I think is going to be a fascinating year where he's had all of his time consumed by this thing for so long and now it's going to be wide open. And so I'm interested to see for him like how that changes, like will he miss it, will he not. My middle kid is actually somewhat interested maybe in playing a sport in college and so you know this conversation i think for for those people that have an interest or or you know are still early in their high school career and not quite sure i think you're you could really help people by um you know giving your perspective on on how it's been so let's just first talk about like how would you characterize your first year generally speaking like was it a good experience was it what you thought generally uh what you were expecting or were there some surprises
1: uh, I, I think I would say, based off what I was expecting, it was, kind of, I don't want to say nothing like it, but really? what I was expecting was not, was not what ended up happening in my first year, at least. Um, I wouldn't change anything for the world, obviously. Yeah. My, I had a great experience academically and athletically. But I remember during our first conversation, I was talking about how excited I was to go. Uh, I felt super prepared because of all the work I did in high school.
0: yeah,
1: and I, I, as soon as I got there, it just kind of felt like that all that was out out the door, really? I got there. and this didn't happen to everybody, but when I was going to school, I tried to picture everything and I thought I thought everything through from my class schedule, how I was gonna fit in baseball and social life. and that ended up working pretty well for me. But the one thing I kind of left out that kind of changed my perspective when I first got there was not only is this my new school, but I live here too. And it's my home. And I'm going to be here more than I, more than I am my home Hopefully. for the past 18 years. <laughs> so yeah. I got there and it kind of just shocked me. My first week on campus was really hard for me to adjust it was hard for me to sleep it i ended up i was falling asleep in class sometimes because i wasn't sleeping when i should have but yeah i mean it was it was was a tough adjustment um
0: would you say that that was like somewhat like were you having anxiety or some stress about like being in this like it was all kind of hitting you at once in terms of that first mm -hmm. week of like oh this is real now this isn't just like hypothetical i'm actually away from home for the first, I don't know if it's for the first, like you've probably done camps and things, but like, Mm. it's really like, you're on your own. Like maybe you felt that sort of exposure of like, it's kind of on you now, like, and you're, you are like responsible for you and you don't have that Mm -hmm. safety net.
1: Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of exactly what was happening. It was my first time away from home for good. And I, I really, I was getting anxiety and I was getting stressed out over things that I shouldn't have just cause I was uncomfortable. Yeah. And I, I, I was taking at the time physics and Spanish were my two real tough courses for me. And I think the fact that I was super anxious and super stressed out made those courses even harder mm-hmm. that first week. So after class every day, I would, I would call my mom and I would, I wouldn't, I knew I could do it, but I, I, I just needed to talk to her and I, I would just, I would vent, I would do whatever I could just to talk to her. And she was kind of the one that pushed me through it. She convinced me that, you know, I had the tools that I needed. And it was really just me uh, relaxing, taking a deep breath, taking yeah. it in. And after that first week it was it was a smooth ride.
0: Do you feel like at even in, in that beginning part were were there points where you were like, forget this, I'm out? <laughs> Like I, or was it never quite that bad? Was it more just like this is a huge adjustment and I've got to power through it?
1: Yeah, I never, I never had thoughts that I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. But there, there was definitely points where I didn't want to. Yeah. But I, I deep down I knew I could. But there were points where I, I wanted to give up. But I, I just keep telling myself that I'm here for a reason. I'm prepared for all of this and. And I got through
0: it. So. And you? How was you? How was the roommate situation? Like, cause you're you room with athletes, right? I think is that. Yeah. So did you know the? Uh, that's another question too. Is just did you know people there? Um, or not really? Like, did you have, kind of some connections going in, or was it all new for you in terms of building new relationships and friendships and all that?
1: Yeah. So my roommate, my freshman year, we actually we played summer baseball together for two years before we went to school. So we weren't super close going in, but we, we were familiar with each other. We knew we would get along. And then we, w- we were sweet mates with other baseball players. And then other baseball players lived kind of near us. So we would all hang out. My roommate, he's now one of my best friends. Talk about anything with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, planning on living with him for four years, uh, hopefully. Um, but yeah, he was also a really, uh, he was one of the main reasons that I could get through my first week because we got super close. Uh, cause he was actually, it was hard for me because I would ask him how he's doing with all this and he was fine. Um. He didn't have any problems. So seeing him be okay and me kind of struggling, it was like, okay, like people are doing this. And then I, I would just talk to him about it and he was super, super easy to talk to Um, yeah, and we lived our first year argument free, really, (laughs) which is very surprising. Yeah,
0: it's interesting too, though, that it was only like the first week, like you kind of quickly were able to adjust after that. So what do you think besides your mom, which shout out to all the moms and dads and Mm -hmm. aunts and uncles and like support structure for people, right, to kind of help you through that. But outside of that. What do you think helped you to assimilate or to kind of get Mm -hmm. into
1: your groove? I think after my first week, I got very comfortable with the structure of my day. Mm. Because originally going into the week, uh, my first week was baseball free. because our, our head coach wanted us to get adjusted to the social and academic life part of school before we would jump into baseball. Um, and then after that first week, we ran the uh, practices and lifts and stuff like that. And I think those kind of just gave my day a little more structure. Mm-hmm. And I was super comfortable um, in high school when I was, before I went to school, obviously, that was my day, that was my consistent daily schedule. So I think having those structured into my day and being able to get on the field every day kind of just lowered my stress. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt a little more at home because of all that, and that I think that was probably the main spark plug of why I was getting comfortable.
0: I think it's great advice, like even if you're not an athlete, to find the thing that kind of makes you feel more comfortable in your own skin, right? Like for you, Mm -hmm. like the lifting felt familiar or playing baseball, like that's what's familiar to you. But whatever your thing is, like whatever – the thing that kind of makes you feel centered um, mm-hmm. finding that and trying to find a way to to be able to engage with that while you're yeah. in this new environment yeah all right let's talk a little bit about you know just academically and what changed um, one of the things that I'm curious about in terms of having at least in high school so, so much of your time is predetermined right and mm-hmm. um. And, and between like, even as an athlete, I think you have, you don't have a ton of room to kind of make choice, right? Like it's kind of right. figured out for you. So tell me, how did you manage that piece of it? Like being fully part of independent and kind of managing mm-hmm. that schedule with, with probably more free time than you're used to?
1: Yeah. So uh, I think being an athlete helped me a little yeah. bit because our coach wouldn't let us miss class for anything. Yeah. So, and my first semester, I got my classes picked for me, just because it was the first year going in. Um, So I didn't have to worry about any of that. And then having my coach kind of harp on me, originally that that was the main reason that I was able to kind of stick to my class schedule. Mm -hmm. And also we would meet, all the freshmen would meet with our head coach once every two weeks, and we would go over every grade that we got, all the assignments that we turned in. So that also helped me kind of stay on top of my stuff. There was never really any issues with me academically. But yeah, I think just having someone, uh, I think I think I could have done it on my own. I, I don't think that any, for a freshman, uh, I don't think that academically I was ever super overwhelmed with any workload or anything like that. But having that other person kind of pushed me it it helped out a little bit
0: did you feel in terms of your own preparedness for how hard the classes were or like learning the like studying and preparing for tests and in terms of um and I'm not sure if we talked about like how rigorous your class schedule was your senior year in high school I'm assuming you had like a couple of APs in there mm-hmm. yeah. um, and it wasn't like a complete light load. But like, how would you compare the kind of what's expected of you academically or, you know, I mean, I think you alluded to this like it wasn't a huge shock, but you felt decently prepared and it wasn't.
1: Yeah, I would say, at least in my experience, the college course, you can make it really easy on yourself or you can make it really hard on yourself Yeah, in high school. You had the teacher that would talk to you every day, um, would keep you um, up with your work, and you had them to push you. Uh, so it was kind of you had you had someone in your in your corner, pretty much. In college, it's all on you, and essentially for me, it was the biggest change was kind of I didn't learn uh, in my the majority of my classes I learned through a textbook rather than textbooks and lectures rather than, uh, kind of hands-on learning, mm. which was a change for me, but I was able to make that change and I was able to kind of adjust. So I was teaching myself, which was, it was hard at first, but once you get used to it, uh, you take notes during the lectures, you listen to all the homework videos that they put out, you read the textbook and me being able to do those things, the exams, uh, tests and everything they came easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that tend to struggle, um, at least that I saw were the people who who wouldn't read the textbook, were on their phone on their phones and not paying attention during lectures and stuff like that. and they would get behind and once you're behind, you you' it's really, really hard to catch back up. Mm-hmm. So I would stay on top of my stuff at the start of the semester. Um, And then as my schedule got busier and busier, I would have that kind of a burden. I I would build myself kind of room for error towards the end of the semester uh, by being really focused in class, uh, getting all my work done at the start of the semester. And then I I wouldn't say slack off, but I could kind of take my everything kind of out. Like you had a better
0: foundation to work from.
1: Would you say
0: so your first semester Compared to your second, when you're actually playing, right? Mm. Is is it um, was the demand for your time and the pressure to perform like exponentially different between the two semesters?
1: So I would say in the fall, my main stressor was just getting acclimated to school, mm-hmm. and that was the reason that I was having. That that was the main trouble I would have academically, just because I'm not really used to doing school this way. Mm -hmm. Um, But time-wise, I I had plenty of time, even with baseball, to get my stuff done, and I would still have time to hang out with my buddies and all that. In the spring, the main stress was time because we were playing. We would play two midweek games, sometimes three. uh, Then we would play two or three games every weekend. Even if the games were home, if they were away. It would be a whole day that I would pretty much miss mm-hmm. and I would have to find time when we weren't playing to talk to my professors about how I'm gonna make up this quiz that I missed how I'm gonna get this uh, assignment
0: right so
1: being able to manage I think having that fall semester I, I feel for all the freshman football and soccer players who have their season in the fall so they don't really have a semester to like of just school to get ready yeah so I I, I, I would say I'm kind of lucky on that on that hand, because I was able to kind of prepare in the fall for what it was going to be like in the spring. And then I, I put myself in a pretty good position.
0: Let's talk about the the playing at that level, how how it was to compete for a spot if you had to. What was your, I, I'm trying to remember based on our conversation, what your expectations were there with, with as far as like the athletics piece goes but tell Mm -hmm. me about what that was like for you and you know what you expected versus how it ended up relatable is sponsored by tfa soft skills your one-stop shop for workshops coaching speaking and soft skills development if you'd like to hire teresa visit www.tfasoftskills.com for more information
1: yeah. So I was going in to my freshman fall. Uh, I wanted to be someone pretty much that they would use uh, in the outfield as a hitter um, and on the mound as well as a pitcher. I wasn't really, I wasn't going in expecting to have a starting spot off the bat pitch 50 innings for the team. I just wanted to contribute in some way. That was kind of my goal that I set out Yep. and Actually, during the first practice in the fall, um, I sprained my shoulder, sliding into third base. So that set me back. I couldn't throw for about a month. I couldn't hit for two or three weeks. So that was, in hindsight, it, it wasn't as big of a deal as I made it, but I thought because I I got hurt the first practice and they couldn't see me for two or three weeks, I thought it was the end of the world. Yeah. I thought I was done for. But. That that was kind of frustrating. I was able to build myself back after that. So I don't really want to blame that injury for anything that happened in the season. But yeah, it was was hard for me uh, because everything, it felt easy to me my senior year of high school when I knew I had a spot on the team, I knew I would play. And then kind of, it took me back to my freshman year of high school. Uh, Yeah. I was, I was the little guy going in trying to take somebody's spot and yeah I just kind of had to switch my mindset that I had to really focus up no matter what the scenario was and I I think I showed the coaches that mentally I was very I was a disciplined guy I I was a hard worker but I did I struggled a lot in the fall kind of both ways as a pitcher and as a hitter but I, I ended up in the spring season I wasn't being used uh in the first part of the year very much uh, i think mainly due to my performance in the fall and but i I would get opportunities every now and then my my main success ended up being on the mound uh pitching wise Mm -hmm. um and i was just a guy that they would throw out there um when we were winning by five six runs towards the start of season and i would just throw strikes i would get guys out uh work quick innings and i continued to do that they continued to send me back out so i ended up i threw i think 13 innings uh, i did a pretty solid job overall i guess but yeah it was kind of just me every for me i felt like every outing i had on the mound i was improving mm-hmm. and i think that's also a reason why they would continue to have trust in me and continue to send me out. So
0: what is it like to play competitively at that level?
1: Different? It's it's definitely different. I think coming transitioning from high school to college ball, the low I don't I feel like there's two main differences for me. Obviously the first one, the competitiveness of the skill of the players is drastically different from what it was in high school Mm -hmm. you're facing guys that you're the same as them and in high school you're facing players that not all of them get to play at the next level right all of these guys have so
0: they're all like the best kid right it's like exactly so you're used to having some variability there now it's like Mm -hmm. i would think there's just no letting up like it's at every position at every turn it's like Mm -hmm better, faster, stronger, right? Like, and
1: you're just, exactly. there's no
0: letting up, I would think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think another difference was just kind of how closely knit the group of guys were, like on every team, not just us, but because I've, I've talked to this a little bit to my high school coach, mm-hmm. but it was so easy for our group in college, our college team to get really close and bond really fast. Pretty, I think it's because we all pretty much live together. Mm-hmm. We live in one area so we see each other all the time we're always spending time with each other in high school we saw each other at the baseball field and in school but we all we lived separate right right? so that's another difference of it's how closely knit the group of guys is and how badly every team wants to win Mm. so that was another difference all every single game is super competitive And you don't, you don't find, you don't run into players, you don't run into teams that kind of take the game for granted. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: And what about like competition within your team? Like, did you find more, like you had talked about how close you are. So is it, is there more camaraderie than there is competition or how does it, does it fuel you to work harder because everyone is kind of as competitive and as intense, right? Like, wh- how would you describe mm. that culture? And maybe it's unique to like, maybe each team, it's like, you can't really speak for mm. other universities, right? <laughs> but your experience anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, I think the relationships, even competitively, even if you're competing for a spot, um, I think that just makes your bond stronger. Mm-hmm. Me and my roommate, uh, Aiden, we were both outfielders in uh, this upcoming year um obviously things change but right now it's it's looking like we're going to butt heads pretty hard to find a spot on the field and it just it pushes both of us to make each other better essentially yeah. cuz obviously I want to play obviously he wants to play and it's just going to make us better cuz we're working to beat each other out and we're obviously super friendly about it the whole team is um but, like, I tell him, I'm going to get it. Look he out. tells me he is, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think it just brings everybody a little closer. No, Nobody's scared to admit that they're trying to take somebody's spot or something like that. Yeah. Um, And uh, Coach tells us, like, if somebody's not performing on the field, it happens, it's fine, but it, we're just going to put the next guy in, and it's the next guy up, pretty much, until we find a guy that's going get... to
0: um, get it done. So... um. One thing I was thinking of when you when we last talked about the pandemic and for you, the impact of that and then just socially figuring out how to kind of find your way back right after kind of being isolated and and somewhat sort of kind of not around it for a long time and then sort of being back into it and then sort of how do you kind of find your way how, how and we had talked I think you had mentioned like you're a little bit more maybe shy is the right word but a little bit more reserved or right yeah. so tell me for you socially and kind of given that's your background and for other people right that are maybe just starting this year and a little bit worried about that or if they're going somewhere where they don't know anybody or you know i like how how did you feel in terms of making new friends and and building new relationships how easy or hard was that for you maybe Mm -hmm. outside of baseball because that's kind of baked in already and and you kind of got that like like thing already in common but talk to me about outside of that how you were able to do that or were you
1: Mm -hmm. yeah um, I would say going into school, I was I was not really comfortable talking to people that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it would take me a while to kind of get out of my shell and start actually having conversations. But honestly, once I started uh, really walking around campus and kind of running into people, were all of us there in the same situation? Yeah. So that, that was kind of what I would just tell myself, like, every everyone's feeling the same feelings right um it's just for me it was really just approaching people during our first weekend there it was kind of our we would just go to seminars we get we got in freshman groups Mm -hmm. i I think the majority of universities do something like that where they group freshmen up take them around and kind of just show them the campus and yeah like in that group i met people that i'll I'll still talk to pretty much every day today yeah um and yeah it's it's really we're all in the same situation we're all nervous to be here so it's just about breaking the ice starting to talk to people and then in school different than high school instead of having to meet up somewhere far away to go like hang out it's Two, three minute walk. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it makes it a little easier.
0: What would you say if you had to, to kind of talk about the pressure that you felt throughout the year, whether it was like academic, social, or athletic, wh- where did you feel it the most?
1: I think I put way too much stress on myself pretty much in every aspect. <laughs> in my first year. Yeah. I I wanted to be perfect um in the classroom. I wanted straight A's. And if I didn't, I was beating myself up about it. So that was that was the first thing that was kind of hard for me to get over. And then it was kind of the same thing athletically. I wasn't expecting myself to start every game and pitch every game, but deep down that's what that's what right. I wanted to do.
0: Right.
1: Um so for me it was kind of getting over that feeling that things aren't going to be perfect and they're going to be very difficult and they're not going to go the way not everything's going to go the way that i want to so that was the main thing that i kind of stressed myself out about and i think as the year went on Mm -hmm. i athletically i got much more accepting that this this game is very hard and it's i'm it's my first year with the program and it is okay that i'm not having the success that i did in high school Um, and that was athletically over academically. That was the first um, point where I kind of reduced my stress there. Mm -hmm. Academically, I'm, I'm honestly still kind of working on it to not expect perfection. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say that the main stress that I had, I put on myself and I think the majority of people would kind of say the same thing. So, yeah, I think the main thing that I'm going to try to do at least next year is to just take a deep breath relax and it is not the end of the world to see something other than a yeah in the great book
0: so yeah I mean look at the end of the day you know life is a balance right like you'll you'll find this like especially for people that are super overachieving right and you've and you were able to overachieve in several systems right to date mm-hmm. <laughs> and like yeah. figured out that system and then were able to to be an overachiever in those systems and so it only it's it only makes sense that you're going to go to this next chapter and the next milestone and, and think, why can't that be the same, right? Like, well, I'll just figure out the system and then and then I'll be able to to apply the same sort of practices that I do and yeah. I should get similar results, I, I think you know, I'm really glad you brought it up because I do think, you know, whether it's self-inflicted or it's because, you know, you're, it's peer-inflicted or maybe even mm-hmm. your family, right, where people have pressure to perform, this idea that perfection is is unattainable, really, right? Like, in, an, in, in a way that, like, consistently across all dimensions, right, and whatever that yeah. is. And the fact that you have kind of it just just in hearing you talk about it that like within sports anyway you're sort of seeing okay what's what's realistic to have Mm -hmm. right for your own expectations and then also when it comes to academics or other things that like what's in your control and what's out of your control yeah and are you doing the things that are in your control to kind of maximize your results and your effort and if the answer is yes like you know what else can you do what else can you do right exactly
1: yeah
0: and sometimes through the less than perfect life you you there's some really cool stuff that happens and Mm -hmm. you know substantively you you kind of build character and so it's i think it's i really appreciate you being honest about that and then i think too just as you evolve and figure out you know where you can have those allowances right and um Mm. and then still experience life right because if it's if it's just all about performance then you kind of miss out too on yep. on what it has to offer you you know yeah. in terms of just kind of wrapping up the year for you then like would you say you said like you wouldn't have changed anything and it was a good experience you're going back I assume <laughs> Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> and um, did you decide your degree, like what you want to major in? Is that or did you know that already or you're still thinking that through?
1: So I came in completely undecided. I was kind of split 50-50 between engineering and political science. Right.
0: I remember um, the policy.
1: So I, I, mm-hmm, I was taking uh, the physics class that I needed for physics or for engineering. And I was also taking like the intro to politics for political science, second semester decided I didn't like either of those. Uh-huh. So physics to me, I did really well in the class, but I, I really did not enjoy the subject. Um, I didn't think it was interesting. I, I kind of just dreaded the whole class to mm. be honest and political science. That's still kind of in my back pocket. I'm not completely really giving up on that. Um. But I kind of I took a computer science class in the spring, mm-hmm. just a very basic kind of intro level. Um, and I, I really enjoyed mm. um, that. I, I don't know why. I think my professor was pretty engaging, which is probably a reason why. So, right now, I'm signed up to be a computer science major and I'm going to start that load uh, in the fall. So, I'm hoping that that goes well. Yeah. But I, again, like, we'll stuff things change yeah um, it's great and you're getting exposed
0: to a lot of different things right so you'll (laughs) continue that'll like ebb and flow what about living like for next year do you do athletes stay on campus or do you move off or how does that work like did you have to I've heard like a lot of freshmen like you get to school and then in October they're like well find out where you're gonna live next year
1: so we we don't have I think we have 18 1,900 people mm-hmm. at the school. Um, so they don't really have to worry about living situation for the next year until April or May. So we had okay. we had time to kind of meet people that we wanted to live with next mm-hmm. year. Um, all sophomores uh, at the school have to live on campus again. Oh. Um, kind of unfortunate, but I, I think... The entire baseball class, my the uh, freshman class last year, will be sophomores. There's eight of us, and we all decided to – they call it a pod. Mm-hmm. So pretty much we share, like, a hallway common room area, um, and there's just four, four rooms, yeah. and all of us will live together. So I think that will be a really good time, and I'll have time to get close to the guys that I didn't really no. um, get to experience a lot of the – first first year with, so I think it'd be cool.
0: What are you doing this summer?
1: I have been busy with uh, work. I am valet, I'm a valet driver, mm-hmm. which has been a really cool experience. I get to meet a lot of cool people. Yeah. Um, and I'm also working as kind of a baseball trainer at a gym with, it was one of my high school strength coaches is mm-hmm. the, he's one of the owners. So I'm working with him, which has been really cool. And then playing summer baseball i'm in this it's called the tidewater summer league it's a local thing for me uh which is very fortunate a lot of my buddies they're all kind of scattered all over the place in virginia and north carolina with their summer ball so i'm lucky to be living at home i think yeah um so yeah i've just kind of keeping myself busy all summer um
0: are mm-hmm. you um school sick at all or are you like were you happy to come home and happy to kind of be back mm-hmm. and and get the like home cooking and sort of regroup or are you like you are you ready to go back yet or are you um you're still kind of enjoying being home and like you think the timing will be right If you'd like to advertise with relatable please email us at info at tfasoftskills.com for more information.
1: Uh, I, at the end of the spring semester, I was so ready to get out of Randolph-Macon. I, I wanted, the season was kind of coming to an end and I was frustrated with baseball. I wanted school to be over. And when I finally got to leave, I was so relieved. And it was Kind of a few weeks ago, honestly, I was really enjoying being home. And a few weeks ago, kind of out of nowhere, I was like, I, kind, of, I would kind of rather be at school right now. Yeah, which yeah. was surprising that I was feeling that, but it made me really excited that to go back. Like I, I want to be at Randolph Macon. So,
0: is it weird to you know to talk about um, like what you experienced when you first got there, right? And you're you realize like, oh it's all on me and and I don't have that safety net. And then is it weird to come back home, right? When the last time you were home, it was a different situation, right? And now you have lived a year more so independently. And so tell me about that adjustment either for you or for your parents, right? Like, is it like, obviously nobody's asking where you are at Mm. (laughs) 11 or midnight or, you know, like how is the transition of like, being totally independent and then coming back and kind of having to fit within that construct. Uh,
1: I think my relationship with my parents is super, super healthy. Yeah. So we I, we have we really haven't run into any yeah. issues since I've been home. It's kind of just been I've I've been I'm not living like I am at college, obviously, but I'm kind of just shooting them a text whenever I'm going somewhere. Yeah. Um. Cause they're not, they're not here to kind of tell me what I, I don't want to say, I don't want to sound like that son, that they're not going to tell me what I can and can't do. Right. Cause obviously they're the ones that tell me what I can and can't do, <laughs> but and and overall I'm, I'm still very independent and I think keeping myself busy with baseball and work also yeah. plays a part in that. Yeah. Um, right. cause if I was just sitting at home all day, then I think that would change their That minds. would be
0: but, problematic. Yeah. All right, so before I let you go, two things. One, let's start on the athletic side like for for people that are in your kind of position now where maybe they're they are going to to start next year in a fall sport or even in a spring sport and they haven't had the advantage of the experience that you've had this year. What what advice or what counsel do you have to them to kind of help them transition into that A little bit easier like what what worked well or what would you say was really helpful in terms of making it as successful as it was for you even if it wasn't exactly what you
1: wanted it to be i i think my piece of advice would just to be go to go in i don't want to say without expectations Mm -hmm. but go in with a very open mind and my first year i was trying to make scenarios in my head of how i was going to get on the field and what I was going to do to play every day. And that's probably something that I regret doing because it took me out of the moment when I was there playing in the fall. And that's probably a reason why I didn't have a lot of success was because I was trying so hard to look into the future. So I would honestly, everyone playing college athletics is so lucky to be there and have that opportunity. So every time you're, you're on the field or whatever you play on, is just be grateful for being there and put everything 110 percent into what you do. is what i would say
0: and be in the moment it sounds like be like be present and be in the moment okay and then what about more on the like the general just student life side you know academic like going and being a freshman like just you know you're talking to my kid luke right and you're like for him Mm -hmm. to be successful next year what are some of the habits, or what are you know? I know you mentioned earlier, like kind of stay on top of things, right? Don't get behind. Mm-hmm. Seems like a good one. Um yeah. What else would you recommend, right? As people are assimilating and kind of making that transition.
1: Um, I think putting yourself in a group of people with similar mindsets, mm. um, people that are going to push you to be better rather than kind of taking you away from what you want to mm-hmm. be doing. Yeah. Um. And I think there's kind of a thin line uh, between those types of people. Um, but I would surround yourself with people who are going to build you up and help you towards your goals rather than pulling you back. Yeah. Which was when I was at school, there was, a, I think, the my freshman baseball class, I got really lucky. We're all very close and we're all kind of, getting each other better and academically and on the baseball field. So just putting yourself with the right group of people mm. is, is going to be huge.
0: What about um, distractions, too? So I, I've heard, like, there's so much opportunity to be distracted on lots of different levels. Like, it's not mm-hmm. all nefarious, like someone's trying to pull you into the dark side. but right. But there's just, like, your access to mm-hmm. distraction is so, I would think... I don't know if it's more so than when you're in high school, but it it seems like without that extra layer of someone sort of monitoring or being like, hey, have you done this or have you done that? So how do you because it sounds like you did a very good job of managing that. So how did you stay focused or not get distracted? Like, is there anything that you would recommend for that?
1: Yeah. So I would I would say when you're at school, you could be doing something out like out. 100% 100 percent of the time right and I think for me the main thing that kept me from doing that was this is probably gonna sound super cheesy but it was my my parents are sending me off to school to get a degree uh, and play baseball so those two things are gonna kind of take the top and take the crown over over those other things mm-hmm. and once I once I handled my academics, once I handled my baseball, um, I gave myself free time. So, and that—that's not easy to do by any means. But I think just having the willpower to have a list of things to take precedent over um, spending time outside and things like that. So.
0: Yeah, and that ability to say no, just exactly. right, like yeah. just—I feel like that's such an important thing to be able to learn how to do that without alienating people, but. You know, just being able to like be confident and like you have this other thing that you've kind of committed to and you're gonna see that through all right, what else before we wrap up here? is there anything else that you would share that I guess when you think about going into next year, what are some of your goals and what do you hope to accomplish on the on the field too let's let's like let's put that out into the world and then we can see where we mm. end up next summer.,
1: uh, let's see. I think I want to go into my sophomore year confident in everything that I do mm-hmm. I want to be able to step into the classroom and not feel stressed out about work I want to tell myself and be honest with myself that I can I can do this and so I don't have that same first week that I did my freshman year mm-hmm. uh, and then athletically I think I want to there were there were days my freshman year where I Kind of just didn't want to be on the baseball field. I was kind of just dragging. Um, I want. I don't want to have those days anymore. My sophomore year, I want to be in the moment, present every day on the baseball field because you you never know what can happen that can take you off the field the next day. And I think in the long run, that's gonna really help my performance and hopefully get me on the field a little more. You know.
0: Did you? I didn't ask. How did you guys do? Like how? What was your
1: uh, I think we ended right – we were around 26 and 13. That's great, um, I think. Yeah, we ended up – we were third in our conference. Yeah. Uh, and then we we did not play well in our first wow. round of the playoffs and ended up losing. But I think the experience of that happening is kind of going to make it so it doesn't happen again. Yeah. So.
0: And I feel like, you know, for you, getting that first year under your belt right and like almost shaking out some of that stuff like now you have a whole different perspective going into next year a lot a lot mm-hmm. of less firsts of things that yeah. you're trying right so kind of just refining and and um being able to kind of get ahead of some of it given it won't be mm-hmm. as new um well i am so grateful for the time and um i love talking to you and i feel like you're so open and you know, have been really vulnerable with sort of what your experience was like. And I just really appreciate it. And I can't wait to hear what happens next year. And I wish you lots of health and safety so that you're feeling 100 percent and um, ready to go when when you guys are in season.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having
0: me. Yeah, for sure. Thank you sam appreciate how honest you were about the stress and anxiety you felt at the beginning of school and how you learned to balance your time among your many responsibilities i loved how you talked about how important it was to listen in lectures and also spend time on your own to further understand the concepts that were being taught a lot of self-paced education i also really liked what you said about surrounding yourself with people who build you up and help to push you toward your goals And to make sure that you have the ability to say no when you need to and make time for yourself thanks so much and can't wait to talk to you again next year thank you to missy for producing this episode and hannah for your support a big thank you to our relatable community we continue to grow our audience and really appreciate all of our listeners who have stayed with us throughout our journey if you enjoyed this conversation please take a moment and subscribe either on youtube or your favorite streaming platform Relatable is sponsored by TFA Soft Skills, and you can find more information about Relatable and our sponsor by visiting www.tfasoftskills.com. Until next time, this is Teresa Freeman with Relatable. Stay connected.